Hey everybody, it's Tom coming to you again with a little bit more existentialism and a little bit more Gabriel Marcel. I just finished uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, it may have been the day before yesterday, but in any event I finished his Man Against uh, Mass Society, which is a and it was a nice text. It was, it's a bit of a mixed text because it's inflected at some junctions with his um, theological commitments, which isn't a demerit per se. However, that's probably going to mitigate the appeal it will have for certain audiences. But setting that to the side, it nonetheless is populated by several moments of really keen insights that I obtain regardless of those commitments. In particular, what I wanted to bring up today is his analysis of fanaticism, which I found uh, an interesting when he came up with some observations as to the nature of fanaticism that uh, hadn't occurred to me previously. One of those observations was that mere ideology is insufficient to really establish what he refers to as the fanaticized consciousness. In fact, what could really be advanced is that insofar as any ideology is in play for the fanatic, it is really a pretense, well, pretense isn't necessarily the best word, but it is sort of the vehicle or mechanism through which a particular attitude is legitimating itself psychologically and culturally for that person. So what becomes conspicuous in light of that consideration is that the dynamic of fanaticism is not a rational dynamic, it's an emotional dynamic, which arises in response to a particular cultural situation. What is that cultural situation? I'm going to return to that in one moment after I note his other suggestion. Namely, that another characteristic, strangely enough, of the fanatic is that they will be identified strongly with a group. Even if there's not actually physical contact between the individual and the group, there emerges a sort of solidarity, which again ties back to the point of fanaticism as a cultural response to a situation or a response to a cultural situation. What is that cultural situation? Well, for Marcel, and I think there's much to be said for what he's advancing here. We exist in a society which relies increasingly upon a characterization of the human being as something which is quantifiable, something which can be understood in a formulaic, in a scientific, if you like, way. And in as far as this image of the human being is something which is reducible to a definite set of concepts that can be orchestrated, manipulated, 
conducted along certain avenues, presumably to obtain certain outcomes. What we have is a displacement of appreciation and valuation of our nature as embodied beings in a specific cultural situation with a specific cultural rootedness, if you like. That our identities as individuals, as members of families, as groups are by this dominant, more calculating perspective as to who and what we are become threatened, become uh, undercut. And the response, the, 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 the result is a sort of vertigo, a sort of disorientation, a kind of anomie, an alienation. Uh, not so much alienation, though that's there, but the inflection is more on the sense of just sort of, again, vertigo to, 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 or disorientation. And what's nice about a, an ideology which can be used to establish a group dynamic is that it gives rise to an impression of certitude that serves to mollify the anxieties which arise in virtue of this cultural vertigo. Now there's one further point which I think is deserving of recollection here. Along with the importance of ideas or ideologies for serving a sort of conductive role and some sense of a group, even if it's a projection, there's the need for these terms to constellate around a singular individual or a charismatic individual or set of individuals to personalize their significance. And I found this a very um, striking way of putting it all into relief to illustrate how fanaticized consciousness uh, then really is ultimately a very, as, as Marcel puts, uh, passional, emotional phenomenon, which makes it extremely difficult to engage on merely quote-unquote rational grounds because the basis for it does not really exist in a conversational or rational space. Uh, so, we, you know, that, that actually leads into another dimension of Marcel's thought, uh, which we perhaps uh, return, where the significance of relationship is brought to bear and how do you establish that relationship because you know in, in, in dealing with a fanaticized consciousness it seems to me that the only way forward is through a sort of relationship with that person but that is a difficult undertaking so anyway I guess you know it's uh, I should wrap it up here we're going on for a bit but But to bring it to a point with respect to our own time and our own place where uh, 
you know, fanaticism in one way or the other, and sometimes in ways which are not entirely obvious, has become such an issue. Uh, I think we need to, it might be helpful to recall ourselves to this alternative sense of the human being as something which ultimately resists reduction to intellectual or physical categories so that we can be recalled of our potential to move beyond the kind of claustrophobia which is exemplified by things like extremism, sectarianism, or Marcel's word fanaticism. And and he's, he puts forth a lot of other things in his book there, Man Against Mass Society. And um, we might come back to it. I think I'm going to look at an essay of his instead. Uh, or perhaps we'll uh, look at what it is that he means by mass society. There he's actually taking a page out of someone else's notebook, uh, which he explicitly acknowledges, or take a guess at another individual uh, who's interesting. All right, I'll let you guys go for now. Thanks for listening. As always, this has been Tom, and I will catch you guys on the flip.